0: Hello, and welcome to Media Voice's first Media Brief episode. In a change from our regular weekly shows and our conversations panel discussions, this is a short, sharp, sponsored episode, around 10 minutes, with a senior executive from a vendor working with publishers to make their businesses better. This episode, I'm speaking with Kieran Delaney, CEO at Apple News Specialist Flatplan, about how publishers can make the most of the platform. I started my conversation with Kieran by asking him what exactly is Apple News and how does it help publishers build an audience for their content?
1: Apple News has been around for for quite a long time now. I think they launched in about 2015. um, And it's actually in in many ways two products. So it's Apple News and Apple News Plus. They're both within the same app, um, but one of them is a free product, Apple News, and that brings in stories from ITV News, CNN, The Guardian, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then there's News Plus, which is a subscription product. So Apple sells subscriptions for ten dollars or ten pounds a month, uh, and that gives you access to paywalled content from people like GQ, uh, Wall Street Journal, The Atlantic. Uh, so that's that's Apple News itself. There's about 100. Last time it was reported, there were 145 million active monthly users uh, and it's just dedicated to news hence the name so it attracts a solid kind of news focused consumer as it were but yeah in terms of how stories are surfaced there's a number of ways and this is what to us makes um, apple news unique there's a combination of personalization so let's say you are within the health and wellness space apple news will understand if a reader has been searching in safari for uh, yoga or running They'll understand when the person first signs up if they are interested in you know, the wellness space. They'll understand if you're following similar publications. And so that kind of data alone allows them to surface a really strong stream of content personalized for that reader. And if you're a business publication, for example, they may know that you've downloaded apps that are related to business or use the Apple Stocks app. And that... Personalization is combined with human editors and then an algorithm that understands the context of a story as well. So let's say, for instance, you're a movie uh, publication. You've got an exclusive uh, interview. Stories from a number of different publications appear on every article page. And so your interview could live below a story from the same movie or the similar actor, etc., from someone like The Telegraph. So it's a really good mix of routes for for readers to find your content without actively searching for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if it's the right way to look at it. There's probably a credibility thing there. You're getting that halo effect. that If your content is seen near something from a really well-known brand, then people potentially take your content a little bit more serious is that fair
1: i think so i mean i think one of the kind of tricky elements to apple news is that it's in essence it's invites only nowadays and and that means essentially what that means really is that apple is primarily accepting publications that that meet uh, a certain kind of standard in terms of quality editorial approach etc etc and so i think from their perspective they're looking for high quality original content and so that means that if your content is reaching apple news that there's an element of that in itself but yeah absolutely if your your story appears next to a story from the atlantic or cnn there's a there's an element of credibility there
0: right and that's a big deal right because in the world of fake news misinformation disinformation being somewhere that there's that actual active curation involved is a positive
1: exactly i mean it's it's on apple's shoulders right you know that it's not fully curated by apple news editors but there's lots of sections of the app that are and so they have a, a role to play as as we all do within within this world of of trying to ensure that this is a this is a quality output there isn't this kind of low quality news content that's you know just journalism for want of a better term
0: how'd you get an invite
1: good question so yeah lots of publishers actually weirdly are already on apple news uh, from from many many moons ago so we talked to a lot of publishers they're like we're not on apple news and we're like no you, you signed up a long time ago and there is a login so you've got your invite it was a long time ago there's that element to it the the other one of course is apple reaching out and getting in touch and most recently that's been uh, they're moving heavily into the kind of sports news space as it were and so they're actively looking for publishers that are reporting on specific topics right so that could be women's football or you know some new sport that's that's a huge deal now um so that happens as well but there's another element to it which is that we work quite closely with apple so for publications that feel like they would be a good fit, we actively pitch them to Apple. We circulate it around the Apple team and then they, the invite comes
0: at that point. So Apple, not known for sharing, <laughs> particularly customer data, can you get first party data out of Apple?
1: You can't directly, no. So, so yeah, you're right. Apple is very much about uh, privacy and you know not sharing data externally. Um, you do get an analytics platform yourself when you have Apple News, and that gives you demographic data. It gives you, you know a good, a good amount of data on an article level, on a kind of demographic uh, data level as well. But what we do is we try to make sure that we look at utilizing the kind of discoverability element of, of Apple News. Attracting a big audience of that kind of very dedicated readers into your your Apple News publication. Building loyalty within the platform itself. And we do that with a number of tools. And then once there's loyalty built, all of the articles that we, we deliver into Apple News have call to actions that drive readers out into data capture strategies. So, you know, that could be website registrations, newsletter subscriptions, app download. The feeling on this is that, you know, there's this huge audience that live within Apple News. Once you've built loyalty, there's this real opportunity to turn that loyal reader in Apple News into a subscriber or a website registration or you know, an app download.
0: So it's that idea that it's a starting point. You're actually getting the attention, you're in an environment that people trust, and then you're saying, oh, by the way, come over here and we've got a newsletter or we've got a subscription or we've got you know whatever it is that lets you activate that data.
1: Exactly, yeah. And and like anything, the better that funnel, the better that's going to perform. You know, and what we try to do is is say to publishers, look, make sure that you're directly speaking to that reader. You know, if you have a niche newsletter that is going to appeal to a certain type of content, insert that call to action within that type of content. If you're a football publication, you know, use your wording within Apple News itself to drive readers into the specific team they follow. It's all about yeah, targeting that reader in Apple News, reaching that hundred and forty-five, you know, million active users and then getting them into your own environment from there.
0: So it's shifting away from that spray and pray idea of fire and forget. You actually have to pay attention. It's not just Oh, we've shoved our stuff on Apple News. Let's hope for the best.
1: Yeah, there's such an opportunity to to utilize that discoverability element for our own our own use within our own environment. And it's just that effort to to say, well, what do we need Apple News to do for us? And then building a you know, building an output that works in that way.
0: And is that where you guys come in? Helping advise and helping set up optimizing the content on On Apple News.
1: Exactly, yeah. So we are, you know, we're a software business, but really we we start out from the perspective of each publication is completely different. So every publication has its own needs for Apple News. Often that is now uh, newsletter subscriptions as a kind of starting point to that funnel. What we do at the start of every process is we say, you know, what do you need this to do? What's this about? Is this about advertising revenue directly from Apple news? Or is this about a paywall strategy you have on your site? Is it about data capture through newsletters? And then we build each article as it lives within Apple news to, to, to work towards those needs, you know. So it could be a really nice, large graphic call to action on every article that says, we have an app and it's great and this is what it does. Download it, and then you get a direct link from there, from uh, you know, from the from the uh, the app store itself.
0: Do you find that people are focused more on first party data rather than the potential for ad revenue or the potential from subscription revenue?
1: I think it has to be a mix, right? I think that one of the reputations Apple's had, Apple News has had in the past, has been for uh, ad revenues to be uh, to be fairly low within Apple News itself. Um, I think part of that again is about attention, right? So again, you can kind of switch it on, deliver run the, the kind of standard ad setup in there and that's one way of doing it but again another way of doing it is looking at looking at the mix you know and understanding what your priorities are and building it that way but by all means have a really strong waterfall system with ads within apple news itself but whatever you do make sure that apple news is driving readers into your own environment you know that's how we how we see it and i think it's it's vital to to try and own that data as much as possible right
0: publishers have been burned by big tech regularly Five go to apple is that another situation where we'll all be going oh my god we're so disappointed that they've ignored this again
1: yeah there's i think there's a big difference between you know the kind of social media platforms and you know news platforms like apple news and smart news i think the social media platforms have pretty much proven that news isn't a priority to them recently but news platforms like apple news uh, flipboard smart news etc etc they only exist because of publishers right we Sit in a place where we aid publishers to make sure they reach those platforms and make the most of it, and try to make the most of it as directly and quickly as possible with first-party data. The risk of of news aggregators deprioritizing, you know, news is is zero because the business model relies on it. But you know, it's, it's it's kind of the other element to it is this. This is where a lot of of news audiences live now. You know, they open their phone. Apple News lives on it. They go directly through to it. And I think it's about. You know, ensuring that that is working for you. You know that if you've got this audience that are living there, you get to them, and then you make the most of them yourself. Apple News is is, is generating billions of revenue for Apple itself, and they're a services company now as much as they are a product company. So they've been around, you know, for 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 you know since 2015, um, and they they're not showing any signs of changing that strategy. It's a sticky, useful app, and it generates revenue. And in terms of investment, there's a big difference as well, I think, with uh, news platforms and social media in the sense of it's taking content that you're producing and it's delivering it to an audience. What you do once that audience engages with that content is down to you in many ways, but it's not the same level of investment in some ways of, of managing social media platforms, managing commenting, managing the way that you're producing video specifically for the platform. It's, it's much more about there's this audience here, what can we do? What can we get from that audience? How can we get them to to help us grow our business, really?
0: So I'm a publisher. I haven't made the leap into Apple News. What's my starting point?
1: Starting point, of course, is 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 looking into, you know, how you get onto the platform itself. And that's something that if you would ever like to talk about that, do, do reach out to us. We can always give you some advice on how to get in contact or, you know, how to understand if you're on there already. I think the other element to it really is just again, start out by thinking about what you need from this platform. It's sizable, it's dedicated to news. The, 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 the audience is not there to look at cat pictures, they're there to read news content. What do you need from them? You know, what do you need from Apple News itself? And if it makes sense within your strategy, look into that and, and follow that strategy through you know and again that's, that's something we're always happy to talk to talk to publishers about you know is it a good fit is it not certain publications it's just not a good fit for we work with b2b publications but really this is a consumer product more than more than anything else and and start with that start with the the idea of what has this got to do for us you know and does it fit with with, with what we need to do and how we gather our audience
0: Thanks so much to Kieran for speaking with me. If you would like to learn more about Flatplan and how they can help you reach, retain and own an audience on Apple News, please go to flatplan.io. And if you want more from Media Voices, go to voices.media and check out our archive of almost 300 podcast episodes or sign up for our daily media roundup newsletter.